What's going on, everybody? You've got the cardboard coaches here with your boy, Coach Go. I am the cartel. I'm not under the influence of anything. And the hobby is totally a safe space and everything's going fine. <laughs> Dude, it's uh, honestly, I can't imagine being someone who just jumped in and like is just trying to figure out what the hell is going on right now because it is an absolute shit show right now and uh that's me putting it lightly to be completely honest um, i'm glad you said that because that is exactly what a new entrant is like seeing this disaster it's not a good look no and i mean i guess we should probably mention exactly what we're talking about now because as you guys know, last week we had uh, some lovely stories about a couple of breakers uh, who will, we will be mentioning potentially by name. We'll see. And uh, um, among other drama, oh, the, the Logan Paul drama, you know, more authentication drama. This time, but, however. But just when we thought it was as bad as it could be. And, and I must say, that you have been talking about this for quite some time. You have been, so you've been talking about the possibility of something like this happening for quite some time. And you know me, I always got to give you credit where I got to get a credit in general where it's due. And uh, so shout out to you for, for making everyone know that they should be grading their own cards. And that's how the story starts. Because well, and it's a sad, it's a sad thing to be commended for. And we're not, we're not completely saying just grade for yourself, but we'll, you know. Yeah, we'll that. talk about, we'll talk about exactly what we mean. So the story starts, uh, Mark's Cards, a very, very, very prominent group submitter to PSA, to my knowledge. I mean, I've, everyone I've talked to who has either done business with him um, or has met him has said nothing but good things about him, which I find, you know, pretty interesting given this, this story. Um, he received, uh, I think they said like a hundred thousand cards or something to send to PSA. Cards. It was an outrageous amount of cards. Anyway. So the reason why Mark's cards acquires or people give their cards to Mark's cards true grade is apparently he lives down the street from PSA and actually walks them to PSA himself. So what happens is you want to grade your cards. Um, you know, maybe you don't have a PSA membership like myself, myself and cartel do. Um, maybe you are unaware of how to send cards in. You're intimidated by the space. Maybe you heard it's cheaper. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, all these reasons, and the reason why I have to mention this because people have asked me several times, actually, like, why would anyone use a, a third party to grade their cards? And, and I, I definitely am empathetic, you know, like I can't imagine trying to navigate the space and, and especially because these are your most prized possessions and you don't want to be the person that messes it up. I mean, we're going to be talking about later how I sent in some pretty prized possessions of mine to PSA and uh, you know, the outcome might not have gone so well. So it's cardboard coaches exclusive today. Exactly. Damn this right. podcast, exclusive. 
And uh, so I can understand why someone would, you know, maybe want to give their cards to someone else to trust. Um, and also there's the grading element, right? Where like, you don't want to not or miss a smudge or put them in the wrong holder. You know, I remember when we were doing our first sub, I, I was also, you know, kind of hesitant, like, what do I put this in? How do I package it? All these things. Anyway, I digress. So he's a group submitter, received a bunch of cards from PSA. For those of you who don't know, PSA does not charge a fee to grade your cards until the grading process is finished. So once the grading process is finished, then PSA knocks on your door. Not actually. They send you an email and say, hey, by the way, we're charging your credit card X amount of dollars. Now, the reason why that is relevant is because Mark's card was receiving payment upfront, reasonably so. You know, if, if you're, you, you can't take everyone on their word, okay? Now, it is alleged, and Card Collector 2 confirmed this, uh, that Mark's cards had an outstanding balance around $1 million. Now, the issue, though, is that Mark's cards didn't have the $1 million. I didn't even know it was that number. Wow. Even though people gave him or them, because it's a company, the money to grade their cards, he spent it. They spent it. They, you know, they opened up a new shop. They ran a bunch of uh, outdoor events. You know, maybe they bought a few grails. And what most likely happened is they tried to flip that money and make money from other people's money and then said, by the time things roll around, we'll be fine. Now, as we know in this market, it is quite volatile. And when you're playing with someone else's money, it's probably the dumbest thing you can do, to be completely honest. Um, and long story short, he has claimed, or they have claimed bankruptcy. And it has gone so far uh, up the chain that PSA released an official statement on their website talking about people who have been affected by Mark's cards and how they need to reach out to PSA directly in order for them to figure out what they can do about this whole mess. Um, my first thought process here is, and I don't know if you could tell by my, my initial stance, how do you spend someone else's money especially when it gets that big you know when you you know we've all kind of been there we're like let's say you have something pending and you're like ah maybe i can squeeze the window you know what i mean like maybe i can maximize this window and like i know a, a year's a long time and you're like oh i got lots of time but when you're talking about like six seven figures i mean that's a that's a tough hole to cl climb out of yeah um <clears throat> so you know uh human nature uh we're, we're gonna talk about human nature a little bit but before we talk about human nature uh mark's cards had a reputation a good reputation we we talk a lot about reputations uh we talk a lot about your brand um I, I don't know much about Mark's. I, I, I tell you that when I see the logo, I'm like, I, I, I recognize it. I've seen it around. Yeah, me too. Which is a, a good thing. 
a lot of people uh, were using this uh, individual or organization, whatever it is. And we've come to find out, in fact, that uh, they were also um, being utilized by other organizations yep. as a go-between, uh, which is not, uh, it's not uh, un unseen in any un industry. Yeah, it's not Yeah. Right? You're, you're, you're basically um, branching out and getting people that are good at specific things uh, to, to handle some of your business affairs. And that's what was going on with Card Collector 2, who's another individual I don't know much about. I remember seeing a lot of stories about his store, very inspirational, very motivational. Uh, we love seeing stuff like that. We love seeing people succeed and reach for their dreams. I'm sure we've all stopped sometimes and had that dream of running a store. But then you sit down and you start to weigh the, 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 the benefits the, uh, versus uh, you know, possible negatives. Especially opening a store during COVID. Right. Yeah. You know, but we've talked about, we've talked about the initiative that takes in the balls. We've, yeah. We spoke to the uh, gentleman yeah. at Relics. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, and that, that, that takes uh, a lot of uh, chutzpah and uh, you know, they, they've been successful as far as I know. Now, Card Collector, another guy with big reputation, I'm still grappling with the you know that information that he in fact did not let his clients know that that there this was being kind of branched out to another organization that was a reputable organization so it's not like card collector two uh was getting involved with someone sketchy or that he he may have been aware was sketchy it it, it wasn't a negative intention but again it speaks to transparency communication being upfront, being being honest about every element, right? So I, I think that's another. the part that kind of sat with me too. Yeah, you, because I'm like, if I'm sending my cards to you, I'm already cautious. Remember, we talked about the type of people that, like, generally speaking, would want to, you know, get someone else to sub their cards. Right. I I would be already hesitant, but. Yeah. If you were to tell me that, like, hey, now we're going to send this to another individual, yeah, and then, he, like, that person is going to go deliver this stuff to PSA, like, yeah. now I'm starting to worry. Yeah, and, and it's, it, look, it's a big endeavor. It takes a lot of work, and that's, I'm assuming that's why, Ryan, uh, you know, I keep forgetting the word. There, there's a word when you, when you reach out to others to handle specific. Outsource? Uh, outsourcing. Thank you. I got and you, so, so, so he's outsourcing and to, to an individual that specializes, you, you know, at this point, Brendan, that it's a difficult process it takes time. I happen to love and enjoy it. Uh, you know, it, 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 it fits in well with my passion uh, for, for organizing, buying, selling, trading. Um, so, you know, it takes a lot of time. I, I get people asking me, can, can I, you know, can you sub stuff? It's, it, it's enough to deal with my own. Yeah, right? no, I agree. Yeah. So I know people who have regretted getting into this um, and uh, it's, it's a big job. I get it. I respect it. Um, we already talked about why uh, some people would want to uh, use a group sub, but we've also talked in depth about why you should maybe consider doing it yourself. Yeah. Um, now, again, so getting back to card collector, he did the right thing and he paid again. He essentially double paid to protect his clientele, which was what one tenth of the overall volume because it was like a hundred, hundred ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, one tenth of the right. overall volume. And then they signed a promissory note. I don't like that they gave me that info because number one, I feel it's uh, silly. 
And number two, like, you know, some, sometimes people give you too much info. Well, so I mean, especially given the fact that, like, it's all but confirmed that Mark's card is claiming bankruptcy. Like, yeah, so, so PSA wrote on their website that. that Mark's card is claiming bankruptcy. Yeah, so, so he's not getting that 110000 And promissory note, it just, leave it, leave it where it is. Unless you want to start inviting more scrutiny. Uh, if you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Leave it where it is. He's being hailed as a hero by some for doing this. I think we have to be, we have to use deep consideration before we start tossing around any term, hero or villain, as we're coming to find out. But uh, I respect you know, case, it, though. I respect yeah, it. No, 100%. Especially because, like, he fucked up, you know, like, straight up. Like, also, yeah, you also have to respect PSA coming out and confronting the issue because for, for all they care, they didn't have to even speak on this. No. They didn't do anything. Like, now. someone owes me money, and unless, unless they pay, they're not getting their cards. Yeah. Again, I'm baffled by some of the responses of people going after PSA. Now, you're trying to get them on the fact that, what, they didn't do due diligence when they signed up Marks? Why don't we start following threads here, people? We have a very nice thread going on these past few weeks, okay? BBCE did... Did you trust them? Did I trust them? Did yep. people trusted them for a decade? Mealy, mealy pops, mealy pops, right. uh, you know, like, right. We want to go through so, the list of all the people that were trusted in the hobby. Right. Like, so, so PSA does not have a crystal ball that tells them when BBC is going to screw around. They yeah. don't have a crystal bar, ball that says that one day Marks wakes up, thinks he's a genius. He's got all this money in front of him. And again, human nature, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to confront it. You have stacks of cash in front of you. There is a portion of us that won't even think of anything other than the right thing. But I'm sorry, there is a larger portion in my mind that will at least have the thought. And this guy may have thought he, he had everything under control. He may have thought, I can you know, roll this over and make this work. Sometimes we have the best intentions, even though we're doing something nefarious. Now. What about the other elements of human nature? What if this guy was a compulsive gambler, right? And would dip into that pot. Yeah. Um, there's a million reasons why this guy may have just taken that cash. Okay. You, you can't think it's not, it's not like, um, it's not the absolute worst thought where he's just a criminal because the yeah. guy built a brand in a store. Yeah. Right. So it's not just that he has a, a criminal mind. It's it, something went haywire here, not making an excuse for him because it's all bad. Yeah. Right. But something something went went haywire here and it begs some questions. What what maybe not an ideal system to be paying up front. Now, are they paying up? Are they paying submitters up front just because of the fact that the submitters are doing that work and they need some. What, what is the reasoning? It's, colla it's like collateral. Up front? It's also collateral. Like, so imagine like you gave me a bunch of Beau Bichette tops base cards. Not even top scroll, okay. just like tops paper. Okay. And you're gonna so grade like, them for me? I want you to grade these cards for me. Okay. Right. You give me 20 of them. Back in the, okay. the hype, you give me 20 of them. Okay. You find out later, like like when the, the sub finally pops a year later, case in point, that a PSA 10 is going for 30 bucks. Okay. Okay. You don't even know what grades you got. Why would I pay that bill? Oh, I see. Okay. So there's, there's that danger that they've done that. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like right. 
as someone who like, if I'm the, the submitter, like I want to make sure that I'm going to get paid. Right. And, and that, okay. So that actually makes sense. And yeah. that boils it down to the PSA and the submitter, as far as the business that needs to get done. The, 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 okay. the intact relationship, the trust, the trust factor right. relationship right. between right. the submitter right. and PSA. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So that, that's, 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 that's where it gets so messy. And cartel, why do you get so angry? Why are you always bitching and moaning? Uh, actually, people don't say that they, they, they don't. I, I just sometimes get a feeling that they're thinking it, but the reason why is in this case, specifically, like many other cases, I know people personally affected and I hate it. I hate what they're going through. I hate the, uh, the frustration and stress that they're experiencing at a time where people are already experiencing way too much of these things. I hate that their hopes and dreams and passions have been violated because we don't speak enough about it's not just dollars and cents. For no, some it's people, not, man. Okay? For plenty, it is. But for some, it's about this was an important piece to me. I couldn't wait to get it back. I couldn't wait to hold it in my hand. I couldn't wait to own it. And no refund or no restitution is going to make up for the fact that you took away someone's hopes and dreams there. I hate but that. what refund are they getting though? Exactly. There is you know what I'm saying? Like it's like it's literally the worst possible scenario. Sometimes people reach out to me and they're like, hey, I got this really cool Gretzky rookie. Uh, you know, I was thinking about sending it to PSA. What do you think? And I'm like, listen, if you want it to, if you want to put it in a slab, I you know I would probably suggest it and they're like oh, i'm kind of scared of shipping it imagine a person like that first time submitting their favorite card you know and never getting it back i mean well well, well yes yeah yeah, yeah. but well, like, like, but like saying, realistically yeah. you know like you hear about this i'm never getting my card back i trusted someone to grade my card you know there's no communication between the the person who submitted and psa PSA has no idea whose cards are whose. Well, they have an idea that it's this submitter that that we, you know. But I mean, I, how many this. cards did they submit, though? But you know they don't know that like, this is Jim's, this is Joe's. This that's is what Jim. I mean. That's exactly what I mean. And we've already talked so, about previously about the issues with like, imagine a submitter submits 10 of the same base card. How do you know which one is yours? And especially in this yeah. scenario, how do you yeah. know which one is yours? Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, I feel like in the hobby as it is right now, and as it's been for many years, by the way, this isn't a new thing. It's just that we have social media now. We have card porn now. We have, you know, information now. Um, some, I guess you have to get burnt to learn. I, I, I guess that's the, the only way because I've been seeing this kind of stuff for years, for a decade. I, I've related stories here on Cardboard Coaches about uh, what, what I've seen happen at shows that there's favoritism, that there's payoffs. It, it, it exists. We don't want to talk about it. Most mainstream pods don't want to talk about it because it makes the hobby look bad and we all suffer as a result, but it, it is a reality. You don't keep it swept under the carpet. You let people know. You, you share this reality of, of, of what happens. It sounds like PSA is going to, you know, do something that gets these cards back. Uh, well, to, they're, to apparently the they're not charging the people. They're not charging, and, and, but 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 what that means, you know, they're gonna I, what are they, they're gonna try to suck some blood from the stone when it comes to marks potentially. I I, I don't know. I mean, or they're just counting it as a loss, man, and then just moving forward. I mean, dude, they're making like a crazy amount of money. 
Like, I, I, I mean, I'm going to wait and see what happens there, but that's kind of hard for me to believe that they're. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's the right thing to do, and like, is, is there, and, there a type of insurance that? Come? I mean, I there are provisions, and, and they've changed their provisions now moving forward. So, like, this will likely never happen again, right? So, right. this this was a learning curve for a, a company everything, that's everything. getting big big you know and everything that's happening with the with breakers with submitters you understand this is just this is just making the waters murkier for anyone who wants to pursue these things it's just adding more rules and regulations so unfortunately at the entirety comes along for the ride when when these individuals do their thing and i would just say everyone has to take a little bit of responsibility when we review the past couple of years because we're far too willing to forgive and forget, right? And that's a powerful combo, right? It's a powerful combo in your life when you do it with someone who deserves, who deserves it and good things happen. You forgive and forget. We're told that, right? But maybe sometimes, like in the case of the hobby, it's the worst thing that can possibly happen because it just opens, keeps the door open. It doesn't open it. The door's been open. We're not closing it. We're not even coming close. Um, so if, if you feel we can, Brendan, at this point, yeah, let's man. Let's rewind a little bit. Um, let's talk a little bit about Dallas. So, and, and this is going to relate to this kind of disturbing thing. And I want to get your opinion on this as well, where heroes and villains, man, we're, we're fascinated by heroes and villains in, in, in general. I certainly am. That guy in Dallas. Now, um, the latest that I have heard. I was going to say, I got, I got there some was scoops. a scam involved. I was going to say, I got some scoops. Okay. So, so just, just in terms of the timeline, we have a guy that we universally are angry at and yeah. we're cheering on the crowd. Then within a day or so, he's innocent and the crowd is a bunch of losers. How dare they get all riled up? Chant I mean, uh, did you see, you saw a video? It was, I mean, it was a little. I different. watched all the video and all the angles. and I'm I mean, you to... don't need to spit on the guy. Like, of course not. You don't of need to not. like say i hope you die like of course not he's like yeah is he is he a, a shitty person like yes you know like should he go to jail like yes or at least charged yes but so, like i just like and this kind of ties back into what you were saying about heroes and villains like by by spitting on somebody or by spreading hate like you are now becoming like the villain to the villain. Sure, sure. But again, here's the thing. We need to stop for a moment and put ourselves in a couple of positions here. The first position being, what if you are the person that you believe you are being scammed? You've been defrauded of thousands of dollars and that's money that you can't spare, right? Or are you in a crowd of people where something loud and exciting is going on? Now, my understanding is this was a small room or medium-sized room full of like-minded people who were there in camaraderie. It's a trading night. Everyone, I don't know if everybody loves everyone, but everybody respects everyone and supports everyone, right? If someone is saying, this guy's ripping me off, you know, close the doors, let's figure this out. There is going to be a group mentality there to protect, right? There, of course, there will be. Now, my take on this is things were pretty calm, right? Even, uh, I believe it was Show Your Slabs who was videoing live, yeah. Yeah, live, yeah. 
Okay. And things were pretty calm until this gentleman ran he while ran. he was being yeah, yeah, he ran. Now, yeah. Do innocent people run? I, no. I would venture to say the safest place okay, he could have been in that situation is with police enforcement around him getting into cuffs. I mean, especially okay? in, in a mob. The unsafest place is running through that mob and trying to evade any sort of conclusion or quote unquote justice after what you're being accused of. Okay, so at that point, things get out of hand and people are chanting card porn, uh, the spit, spitting stuff like that. I don't need to belabor the point about that's obvious. Of course, we should not be doing that. But I don't, I don't blame anyone for getting hopped up because I would have been and a lot of other people would have been hopped up on some level in that scenario because you feel like you've done something positive. We caught this guy. He literally ran, right? Yeah. It's one thing if he was peaceable the whole time. Okay, but it's 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 no reason in my mind to start criticizing the entire crowd of people there. You weren't there, and when I say you, not you, Brendan. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were not there. And you could you could put me in that situation. That's fine. Okay, but we we don't know how we're going to react. In yeah, some of these that's fair. Then a day later, oh, the guy, the guy's innocent. Oh, okay, we're we're we're. we're are, we, we, we don't need, we don't need information. It's just, oh, well, that's someone said he's in this. Okay. All right. And now the crowd looks bad and now heroes are becoming villains. Villains are becoming not necessarily heroes, but they're given, they're given an inch. Um, and then it, we come to find out the guy was off. We can apparently he's done this on like podcast. Three, three different shows, apparently. Yeah. We can fill an entire podcast with his methods, but the best point that was made uh, uh, on the account where there was the round table of gentlemen who were there. Is that, you know, pressing charges is a nightmare when it comes to these situations. Your card is now evidence. You're out of the card. You're out of money. You're out of pocket. There's all, this whole process. And, and in some cases, I guess they tell you, uh, you know, you can get the card or the cash and, and we're just going to drop the charges if you want to do it that way. Right. And then the second thing is, is that the, the perp, it's very easy to say, I, I didn't know it was fake. And, and do police officers and, and law enforcement really understand what the hell is going on with our bizarre hobby of rectangular, you know, pieces of cardboard inside plastic? No, Fair. of course not. Good for them. Fair. Dude, I mean, again, so ugh, I, I, you know, what is, what's the ultimate point here is, is it's like, it's, it's, it's human nature. We're, we're, we're in this hobby where there's, there's, there's scams all around us. Got to be aware. And you've got, and, and let's, let's try to find a happy balance in terms of supporting people out there, you know, like card porn, uh, rattle Pokemon. Cause this, this guy rattle Pokemon is like, I, I think there's people out there who want to kill this guy. And this guy broke the Logan Paul story. Right? I agree. There's people that still people comment like, on his shit. And I'm like, and I, I'm not saying you can't comment on his stuff, but I mean like the negative comments, like those are the ones I'm talking about, you know? Yeah. Even if we have to use, even if, you know, cardboard is sensational sometimes. And when I say sensational, it's like sensationalism, like a little over the top. Yeah. They're still highlighting stuff that is going to be pertinent and relevant and invaluable to people who aren't aware of some of this stuff. Cause this runs deep. This runs deep. I got a lot of responses when I, you know, when I put out a, a post, about reminding people that they're perps in the 90s that are big in the 20s. They have the benefit of decades that have passed, forgiving and forgetting. By the way, a lot of them are an example of why we should forgive and forget. They're doing good things. They are. Okay. I, I'm not, I'm not about 
no second chance for you. I'm yeah. about just be, let's talk about it and put it out there. You want, and how about the perp? How about you confront it, right? How about you admit to it? You know, the, 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 the things that you did in the past and then be a better person. Should we have like a governing council, you know, like a, like a hobby governing council? Yeah. I'm picturing like uh, Patrick Ryan and some people at a round table. Um, You know, and then then they, they must, they must judge, you know, based on like. Right. But again, I I don't think we can. There's just, there's too many sectors. There's, there's too many uh, uh, dissenting voices. Um, It's just, it's, it's too much. Um, But like, you know, gut instinct, these things we can rely on, backyard boys. I'm sorry, I, I would never do any sort of business with these guys. Any. I don't want, I just don't even want to be near them. This is me. I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure I'm not the only one. It's gut and, instinct. And like I don't like judging people before I know them. Yeah. Um, but like even before that shenanigan, I mean, you're ripping sports cards shirtless on a stream like and i don't no disrespect but that's just not my cup of tea you know like that's just it's just not something that appeals to me personally and as a result of not appealing to me personally like that i i wouldn't really gravitate towards even that kind of energy you know like i hear like i'm not i'm all for like yelling and screaming but i I, it's a lot it's i mean oftentimes if i'm in a live i'm like i'm on or like i'm watching a break like my, my volume is at like a minimum. Like, I just want to know what's going on. You know, I might be active in the chat. Yeah. Yeah, but like, it's, I, don't, it's, I don't really like loud noises to be with. You know? the, word, the word is obnoxious. And this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not, like, <laughs> what, 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 I'm, what I'm saying is like, it's like life is short and we're so inundated and I got a lot to do. I'm a busy guy. You're a busy guy, brother. So we, we all, we have, to, like you say, you don't judge Brendan. I know you are such a pure hearted individual. I'll no, no, that. I'm not. And I'm saying, I, but, say I, I, I try not. I didn't say I can't, I right. don't, because of course because, I do. You know, everyone has an inherent like, bias. Yeah. Well, even, even when, even when you don't think you are, you are. Of course. Because you're, you're I'm just a saying lot that, like, I try to be open-minded, you know, I'm like, okay, you yeah. know, like maybe I can see it, you know, but I just like, there's just too many things that I, I'm just not. We're, we're, we're allotting, we're allotting time to the things and the people in our lives. And I don't want these shirtless guys cracking, um, you know, mounds of panini basketball. I don't want them to be part of that schedule. But I I also don't follow like the Nelk boys either though. You know, like, I don't even like, I'm kind of like an old man. Like I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Like I've heard of them. I don't know what they do. Like, and if anyone here like listens to them, no disrespect or like, (laughs) I'm just telling you flat out, like, this is coach go for you. Like, I'm just like, I don't know what to say to you. Like I'm so I'm just out here. (laughs) Yeah, man. And, and, and you outside. And uh, it's like, (laughs) it's like, look, card porn, rattle Pokemon, by the way, these are not perfect individuals we're talking about. No. Um, I, you know, rattle Pokemon probably has a lot of people going into his, um, videos, his previous videos. And I, I, you know, he does, he does like run throughs of PSA SGC. He's very anti-grading, which by the way, I respect. It's fine. Um, I get it. And he, it's actually when he makes fun of grading, it's hilarious when he really like purposefully summarizes it into what it is. It's hilarious. He's funny, but, but man, when he's ripping on these companies, he is going after every little thing. He's going after low hanging fruit. He's just, it's, it's, he's, it's mean. 
I just watched the SGC one and, and it came off kind of mean. He's like, look, look at the, there's cheap jerseys on the wall. I'm like, look, I'm not kidding myself. Like, I don't know, Brendan, if, have you ever stopped and thought, what does it look like in the offices of a grading company? I kind of saw what I expected to see when Jeff Wilson was walking around SGC. I didn't have any illusion that it was some sort of like yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. high tech. Like it, it wasn't uh, Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, like even when people are like doing pre-grading and stuff like that, it like I knew years ago, like I, I got to peek behind the curtains of Beckett at the expo doing pre-grading. It's a bunch of guys at a table. I'm not expecting any bells and whistles, but anyway, the, the, Rattle Pokemon has a way about him where he's he's he is very dryly critical and, and mean and uh sometimes but he's also the guy who does unbelievable investigative work that other people either don't want to do or are afraid to do or they don't want to do it because they're buddies seriously right and he does it at great cost potentially but man he's he's the breakthrough i, I love it uh you know i always tell myself some of these things i discuss are going to cost me you know some relationships but I just remind myself, I don't, I don't want those. I don't want yeah. them. And I also yeah. have to remind myself not to be too upset at the people who do make those relationships, take sponsorships. That's their own choice. And I don't want to judge that either. Right. So, um, although I, although I do, but anyway, um, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. We all, we all, we all make, make our choices in that sense. Um, yeah, and if, if, if we just put a little bit, the people now that are putting effort into going after card porn, that got a little scary last week. I started seeing some things where people were like, you know, like, we got to find out who he is, and, and then what? And then what? That's like really scary and stupid that I'm seeing people behave that way about card porn. How about we put some of that effort into these individuals with giant accounts that have gone through the fire somehow, and they're okay they're, you know, drinking their coffee. They're all right. They survived somehow, but we're going to, we're going to go full throttle into destroying card porn. And I, and I get some of the elements there. It's because they're buddies with people that card porn went after. So, you know, and, and all this effort being put into hating on rattle Pokemon, how about put that effort into the people that he's calling out, put that effort into people who deserve it, that are out there scamming people. And then scamming is not good. It's not Word. fun, it's, especially when yeah, you know right. people they're, they're, and they're your friends, right? It's money being taken from someone who may have worked really hard from that in the, ninth, in, in the late 90s OOs. There was a company um, displays the score and they were authorizing, certifying autographs that were not real. And they were pumping them out through various means. They were pumping them out through USA Today. They were pumping them out through late night, you know, Dawn West, uh, which... Man, did I ever love those, uh, you know, infomercials, hundred bucks a pop, bam, ba, bam, ba, bam, bam, bam. And um, very little consequence as far as I know, in terms of how that wound up. But a lot of people, you know what happened back in those days? Oh man, it's not real. I got scammed for a hundred bucks. What, what can I do? I don't want to have to go to the police or do this or do that. They got my money. They got it. Boom. They got it. They got it. They got the money. And they ran, right? Sucks. Savages. Sucks, man. Uh, Brennan, you had an experience with, uh, remember, sometimes I work for PSA. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm like going to be banned by PSA. <laughs> really depends on the day or the podcast, right? You but, can't uh, win either way. I'm not a fan, 
I use their service. That's a good summary. Same for you, right? You yeah, I mean, service? people all the time, they ask me, they're like, oh, like, uh, how do you feel about like MNT or like KSA? And I'm like, I don't use their service and I don't own their cards. So I don't want to give you an opinion because Excellent. Yes. I don't, you know, again, that's all I say, you know, like I'm not like no disrespect to either of those companies. I'm just letting you know that I don't own any of their cards and I don't grade with any of those companies. So I can't properly, I can't call them garbage. I can't, I don't, you know, like they could, they they could very well be great. Right. I'm just not willing to, I have a system already that works. It's the same. I thought it did. It's the same for me, but I can, I can give them historical context and some comments about reputation and that sort of thing within reason. They're usually positive. Yeah. I never want to outright, you know, uh, toss a grading company. No, no, for it. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I was saying like my system was working up until like this one. And so the story starts. Um, I decided to send in three, honestly, quite valuable cards to PSA. And when I say yeah. quite valuable, they're quite valuable to me. Not only like from a financial perspective, yeah, but like there were a few cards in there that I mean, for one, it was there was a, my Leon Drysaddle Young Guns, which we're I talking fought, about four four digit cards, all of them, which I fought hard to get back the first time I was scammed for it. That was a whole thing to begin yeah. with. <laughs> so uh, I sent that one into PSA. Um, I sent in a very promising young soccer player named Venetius, and his number to seventy five is honestly one of my, my favorite cards in my collection. Uh, it was initially in an HGA slab and unfortunately was rattling around in there. And I'm like, I can't have this happen. So I, that's not really his name. You made that up. I swear my life. What? His name is like. Vinicius. Vinicius Jr. Jorge Marquez. No, no. It's Vinicius Jr. Yeah. Um, There you go. See, you learned something new. You're going to hear that name a lot for the win during the world cup. No, I know. I know. I've seen it. Um, And then uh, the third one was uh, my, my favorite baseball player today. And uh, an autograph I've been trying to get for quite some time. It was a Fernando Tatis uh, Tops Chrome Auto. Uh, I thought you were talking about Michael Brousseau. Oh, that, that's me. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> you know, and his PC is a card I, oh, I wasn't even thinking about selling. Literally. Like, you know those cards you get and you're, you don't even think about a number? Like, people are like... I don't know what someone would have to offer me. And again, it's not a crazy expensive card. And, and you you would be okay having that card for the next 10 years. I'm cool with just holding that card because I like the guy. Like I just, I just like his demeanor. I like how he plays. Anyway, I digress. So I sent those cards in you? and I sent them in. Um, you know, I packaged the living crap out of them, um, especially because I was sending them over the holidays and I was kind of worried about that in general. Yeah, because me too. I was like, I was like, ah, you know, like, I feel like if someone's going to steal something, it's probably going to be over the holidays. You know what I mean? So I'm sketching about sending it over the holidays. I send it anyway. Um, On the news, I see that like a railway in California was like robbed, (laughs) was was robbed. And all these packages, uh, UPS, FedEx, Amazon, all, all littered on the tracks. A lot so, of packages. So I'm already sketching out, sketching out. Okay. From Toronto. I get a I get a notification from PSA saying that they refuse to accept the package that I sent because it's damaged. What a nightmare. And my brain 
starts. What a to, nightmare. My brain starts to short circuit. I start like, I'm like, not only is this a lot of money, like I spent a lot, like a lot of money on these cards. Uh, I had to spend $60 to get it there. Um, but I also don't know if I can replace a few of these. You know what I mean? Like straight I up. Was about like, to, I was about to start a GoFundMe for you, for Coach Co. Yeah, but I wouldn't even want that because like. Uh, psych- because, psychiatric costs. You know? And uh, like one of the cards, I promise you, I cannot find on the open market. Like um, that Venetia, I can't. So I'm losing my mind. I see more stories about these goddamn train robberies. You and literally I'm like, don't know what is going on or what's all I said out. was this is damage and it was denied by PSA, right? Like, I mean, is damage an, an open box? Is damage like water damage, right? Like, I know that I put like a, a crazy amount of effort into packaging those things quite flawlessly, in my opinion. But I don't know what their standards are for boxes. And this is the first time I had heard that PSA had denied a box, you know, if it wasn't already open. I'd never heard that before. And I was quite concerned when you reported it. So anyway, I am pleased to announce that the box finally arrived home a month after departure because they ended up sending it back to me. What does it look like when you get your hands on it? It looks like a normal fucking box, bro. So what happened? So I, I, I don't, I got, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the box was just like, it wasn't the tightest box. Uh, I, I don't know. I use an old Amazon box. Should you have consulted with the cartel, Brendan? No, I mean, I guess like, but I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. All I know is it was packed tightly. It looked like it was like slightly dented on one side, but Again, I'm like, this doesn't look like if it's slightly look, so they're covering their ass. But like, how is a box supposed to travel from Toronto to Santa Anne, California? They don't don't want to see any dents. They don't want to see any damage whatsoever. Then I guess I'm unable to 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 grade cards ever again. Look, man. Like, you know, I, here's the thing. We're never going to truly know what the hell happened. No, I agree. I would, I would just again suggest, like, uh, my tactic with shipping their, my stuff is a very tight box. What boxes do you use? And people can isolate me saying very tight box. Um, you know what I use? In most cases, Brendan, I'm using the boxes that they send the cards back in. Really? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What, what like... Um... The squares, the, the little squares, man. Like you're sending them in this? Ooh, yeah. Really, eh? Yes. Brandon, think about it. Th- those are not going to get dented. They're not going to get any issues whatsoever. They're tight. They're wrapped in tape. Yeah, but, I mean, but they don't send them like this, though. They send them. No, no, no. Those, those are inside bigger boxes. I'm sending them like that. And by the way, I mean, look, you're, you're saving on shipping charges because of the size. Um, it's very tight and secure, very bubbled, very secure. That's always, I, I make sure that is tight as possible, but th- that we may not even be pinpointing what happened to your package. We don't know. Um, I mean, I, I kind of assuming... like this idea if I'm being honest yeah. with you. Yeah. I'm assuming now that your next step is to try to resub, right? Yeah. See, now I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm going to at some point for sure. Now it makes if me feel I've good got about PTSD. my, my I've got submissions. PTSD. I've definitely got PTSD now. 
Um, yes. <laughs> and it makes uh, me feel good about my subs because we're 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 an account. Yeah. And uh, they're probably gonna feel bad about yours, so they're gonna be like, you know what? We're gonna have to give this guy tens across the board. Yeah, imagine that. I'd be really. Uh, I mean, I'd be happy <laughs> for you. You know, I'd be. Really I'd have happy. to give you a percentage. Of, uh, I'd be really happy for you. But I've got, uh, I've got, uh, but I've no, got seriously though. Orders. I mean, like, I do have a little bit of PTSD now. Um, no, I don't blame you. So I just got them back today. I'm happy that they're home. I, I don't know if I'm willing to try that again right away. I'm definitely going to have to like die, like kind of digest S- it a little bit. SGC. So that's, it's funny you mentioned this because I almost, I, I got all my stuff ready for, I'm actually going to go get, look at this. I'm ready. So this is what I did today. I got my cards back and this is, this would be my SGC sub. Everything is tightly wrapped, you know? Yep. Yep. They yep. are all numbers. Good. Looks good. And um, so I would, I think I might honestly just uh, send in the SGC sub that I've kind of been uh, slacking on. I mean, it's a big sl- a sub. And the way that my, my brain is working on this, at least, I, I was sending all those express, right? Um. So it was going to be about $150 a card, three cards, 450 bucks. I since have gotten two more cards that I want to send express. So I got a carry price, young guns and uh, a Malkin as well, or Malkin. And so I'm talking about some condition, some, some condition. I'm telling you though, listen, I, okay, listen, I just like those players and I'm happy even if they like eight or nine. We are now living in a reality where, you know, you, you, the, the goal is not necessarily just the 10. No, I mean, I, I would just like those sensitive. in a slab and like, they'll probably get bumped up at a lower scale anyway, except for maybe the Malkin. I'll think about it. But anyway, again, like I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do with that. I have another card I'm considering cracking out of another slab. So my high end or like higher end stuff, I think I'm just going to wait on because I have no desire to move those things anyway. And uh, I think I just want to aim for a little bit more liquidity with, um, you know, some of the SGC stuff. And let me tell you, there are some SGC things that I'm sending in. Like, I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of a, there is a, that is Pele. That is a, I'm sending in a Pele sticker that like, honestly, it's in pretty good well, I think I think the coaches may have, we may have some good incoming content happening soon. Uh, I've got an SGC order coming in, my first pack order, which, by the way, goes through BBC at PSA. Um, our, we have a gigantic, you know, Brendan, I'm going to be very open about my portion of that of that debacle. Yeah. Um, because I think it's it's going to be great content. Yeah. I mean, it's a it, it's, it's a really self, self-deprecating for me, but it will represent what a lot of people are going through right now, which is the fact that we are an entirely different place on this timeline in history and in the hobby when it comes to what we submitted over a year ago. I want to pat myself on the back when it comes back. The, the only way that- stuff, th- yeah. The, yes. only, the only way that I fuck this up is if I, I didn't have the eye that I have now for finding like imperfections. Yeah, I think, I think the only way I screw this up. So you're hoping for the grades, but you did well in terms of what you submitted. I, I think, submitted I, think the, I think the quality is, is yeah. like the what I submitted, I think is-, is spot on whereas whereas i'm not worried about my grades but but my submission was absolute lunacy that being said there are some some pretty ones in there 
Adam Fox, Future Watch Auto that I'm pretty excited about. Oh, that's right. That's right. I think that's a juicy 10. Uh, so we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. Um, before we get out of here, Brendan, I wanted to do a specific shout out. Uh, I am not the most followed individual on the face of the planet. I think in the realm of social media, I, I have about one-tenth of the imprint that you do. But get out of here. nonetheless, some people enjoy uh, some of my stupidity. Again, I don't really know what to call myself um, other than a collector and entertainer, I guess, I think would be my goal. Um, and, and, and some people are entertained. Um, I have been presenting, and I will continue to present on a weekly basis, dramatic readings. That's of right. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I honestly, if, if you don't, and so I'm going to, I'm going to shout you out for this one, but like <laughs> you can shout out as well. But if you haven't checked out Cartel's dramatic readings um, of stacking slabs, I would highly recommend it. And especially because these, sla- like, it's not the, the things that slapping, that's stacking, <laughs> slabbing slabs. stacks. Slabs. We are slabbing stacks, by the way. All stacking slabbing stacks. But the we're also that he writes are, I mean, they're relevant and his to the hobby. His name is Brett, uh, Brett McGrath. Brett. The things that Brett writes are relevant to the hobby. They oh are my God, sin- is, is it sincere. Brent? It's Brent. Brent? Is it Brent or Brett? It's Brent. I don't know. You tell it's me. Brett. Brett, okay, Brett McGrath. Brett. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like it. It's a very nice name. Excellent. Um, <laughs> he, um, the things he writes are sincere, you know, and uh, I, I like that you throw a little... A, a little pi- pirate i want to call it a pi- little pirate uh, n- narration on it um you, know? you ever see did you see that film with um uh the, so the guy that's playing batman right now christian look bale? i have I, alzheimer's I, I, you have no excuse christian bale i'm telling you no, listen the new I batman is the good looking guy from twilight bro uh, i don't Robert Pattinson. is that batman yes no that's where we're at in this world no. yes, so yes no really yes oh. Co, you're, you're getting your you're getting your info live on our podcast uh there's a film with him and uh the guy that plays green goblin it's it's called the the the, the light tower i believe it's called Bro. it's an excellent film i want to be okay? real with you anytime someone asks me any film like or tv show I, I don't know people's names, bro. I don't, it's very tough for me. So that's an excellent film about these guys that are basically like seamen, okay? I'm saying, I'm saying it purposefully because, because again, the hobby is not only a fraudulent place uh, in many cases, it's also full of children. Uh, the seamen who are, it's by the way, it's Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattison, and they are these grizzled like seamen who are taking care of a, a, a light tower on an island very fishy it's very uh it's like the life aquatic okay and that's what i feel like i'm doing there but again um look if someone wants to interview me about it i'll talk more about it but here's the deal brett is awesome he is this shining light of passion and positivity now there's a part of the cartel back in the day when i first got on instagram i was kind of bothered by that a little bit um completely unreasonably and childishly so immature of me because I, I I gravitated more to the accounts and I'm proud of the accounts that follow me back because these are the people that I really respect in this hobby that question things and 
are not afraid to wade into the controversies. It's generally people that have been around for a while. That, that is a sort of passion, right? And I would always discount the, the, the positivity passion because a lot of times, not Brett himself, but many people would just be like, you know, if you don't have something nice to say, don't, don't say it. And, I, and my response to that was, you are part of the reason why people are getting away with things because of what you just said there, which is if you don't have something positive, say, don't say it. Now, Brett stays out of drama. He stays out of controversy. He is just a passionate collector. And you know what else he does? He lifts others up. And I've talked about how, Co, I'm telling you, man, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have half your following if it wasn't for Donnie B Collectibles or the people that helped me. Unreal, yeah. Um, organic friendships. And um, he lifts up others, man. I love this guy. I've, it's, he's grown on me. And that's just another thing, by the way, like don't put people in a box in that sense. Because I used to call these these tweets, you know, somewhat cliched. I didn't see what they were bringing to me personally. But then I really read them. I really stopped and I read them and I got to know more about Brett. And it started to resonate in a huge way, especially during all this garbage. I, that's when I, you'll notice I started doing the dramatic readings when the garbage really started hitting the fan. Yeah, okay. And a lot of people got back to me and said to me, Cartel, I, I often read his stuff with like a dramatic voice in my head and you have captured that. And I'm like, you know what? And, and you know, it's not like I'm causing a, a sensation or anything like that, but just to get people in my DMs that are saying they enjoy it. By the way, some people think I'm taking the piss. Some people think I'm, I'm making fun of Brett. Um, and I don't blame them given my previous content. They, they, they might be influenced by that. Um, some people are just like, man, like this is very, like this is the best thing you could do for him. And like, I hope he has you on a show. Eh. Um, but but I also like that. I like that. I like that people have the different interpretations. There's some people who think I'm I'm like being a jerk about it. Um, I'm not. You, I want you, you to may, know. You may be starting the next Gundam style, bro. Hey, man, there you go. Who knows? But I will tell you this. The dramatic readings shall continue. And I shall continue to represent Brett as best I can. Because he reminds us that in this hobby, we must have passion. And we must drive so yeah i'm all for getting a petition going for cartel to play somebody in either the witcher or lord of the rings so well, i will you. be dropping that in the comments I, I am honestly i am actually i've been saying this for a long time now i have a little bit of time given that in toronto we have a lot of time to do things i want to pursue a little bit of voice acting if anyone wants to reach me, I'm at Sports Card Cartel. This is the Cardboard Coaches on Coach Co's YouTube channel. And uh, I am available. There you go. You heard it here first. A lot of hobby exclusives today. I hope That's you had right. a wonderful time listening, watching, being a part of the crew. Um, if you ever need anything from either of us, please do not hesitate to comment below. Please do not comment or please do not comment. Please do not hesitate to reach out to either of us. Reach out to Ram. Hey, you um, know what else? You know what else Co, Co and I do with our time? We help people. We sure do. In more ways than one. Lose weight. We help people get moving. Sometimes that's all they need. We help people's shoulders. We help people's hips, their backs, their knees. Co, Co and I have been exposed to methods that are very popularized right now via knees over toes guy. He's very popular. Guess what? I've been having people do knees over toes movements for 20 years. Whole life. <laughs> and co as well. So and if you ever need anything, we are here. Even if you don't need anything, just want to say hi. We're always open. 
I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. And uh, Coach Go out. Good evening.